0: to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Finding Calm in the Chaos. I'm Denise and hope you all had a wonderful Valentine's Day. I'll be honest with you, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Uh, Mr. Sith and I, uh, we do like cute things for our friends and stuff like that at co op, but it's pretty much a corporate holiday. And we love each other like Valentine's Day every day. There's that. But, um, okay, so I've been getting a ton of positive feedback on the Happy Quest episode, which was on February 8th. If you haven't listened to it already, what are you waiting for? Um, But just basically, um, I'm causing a lot of stir up and ruffling the feathers, I'm sure, of plenty motivational gurus and speakers who make millions of dollars telling everybody they should just wake up and choose happy, and their life's going to be fabulous, and that's not true. Okay, what they leave out is that there's a lot of work that needs to go in ahead of time. And I'm not going to go through it all. You can listen to that episode, the happy quest, February 8th, 2023. Um, but what I am is, is I realize that a lot of people got to me and said, Denise, I've done all the work and I'm still struggling um, with, you know, this, this or that. And then I'll ask them, okay, well, how's this? Mm, how, about, how about this going in your house? Oh, oh, what about this? Oh, and so what I'm finding is, is that there are simple things we can do around us. So yes, it is literally 80% got to do, I would think, I don't know, I'm just pulling, it's not a percentage that's like scientific. I'm just stating that 80% of the work is internal work, but there is external work that needs to be done always, right? We've all heard, and some of us probably hate, of spring cleaning, right? When we're organizing the junk drawer, flipping mattresses, cleaning sheets, you know, doing board borders, all of that kind of stuff, deep cleaning the bathrooms, that stuff. But um, the beginning of the year is when we all usually start that, right? Just like nature, right? The trees shed their leaves, and over time, they bud again, and they're all fresh and new. They don't hold on to the old leaves because the old leaves are time to go. Sometimes you just, you get stuff, it's time to go. Let it go. Um, And so the perfect time of the year to let go of physical, mental, emotional toxins, all that is now and to start. So I am going to take the cue of all of you listeners, and I'm going to start kind of reviewing some holistic challenges. Yes, I said holistic, because these are things that everybody can do. It's not going to cost you money. Um, They're just things that you can do to change around your household and your environment in order to kind of Marie Kondo your well-being and your life, right? Like boom, boom, boom. So... I will go into more detail on some of these in the future because uh, on future episodes because I think they warrant a little bit more, especially the first one. And the first one is eat a better diet. Now, everyone always tells me they eat well and then I look at their posts online and they're eating like an iceberg salad with lunch meat on it and um, I'm like, sodium nitrates! Um, Our food supply here... Is horrible in the US. Okay. So I don't, I know that European countries eat and have a better quality of foods. Um, and that is what it is. Okay. But here in America, um, specifically, this is harder to do because we notoriously are okay with having carcinogens in our food, uh, dyes, uh, chemicals and things that are unnecessary in fact there are even foods that are sold here in america that are the exact same foods in europe or the uk and they are two separate products now think about this because the products in the europe and the uk are clean products with no added chemicals dyes or carcinogens and the ones they sell here are crap and we just keep eating them up. Like, nom, 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 nom. Why are we so fat? Why are we so depressed? Well, because we're eating shit. I'm um, just going to be honest with you. Because we're eating poop, okay? Literal poop. Sometimes poop from someone who eats healthy might actually have more in it than some of the food you're eating. Um, when it comes to cleansing nutrition, I'm not talking about a juice cleanse, okay? It's not your go to. All right. You shouldn't be like, yeah, I'm going to clean up my how I eat. I'm going to do a juice cleanse. I'm going to do a reset. No, you're not. Just stop that shit. Okay. Because instead of opting for a totally different diet, okay, simplify your diet. Now I'm going to focus on a word that I'm not going to talk about anymore it's not a diet. If you are going on a diet, you are going to fail. If you have gone on diets your whole life, that's because you are failing. Because diets don't work. They are extreme, they are ridiculous. And if it's too good to be true, here's a little secret, it is. Did you hear that for the people in the back? It's because it is. If it's too good, pills don't make you lose weight. Drinks don't make you lose weight. Sorry, MLM people. It does not. Nope. Okay. Do you know what keeps you at a good weight? Diet and exercise? No. Lifestyle change, lifestyle food changes and exercises. Yes. Yes, they do, right? No frozen meals, no processed products, no sauces, no dressings, no dips. All of this stuff has a ton of ingredients, right? It's just junk. These are my rules. Okay. If you order, if you are even coffee. Oh my God, don't get me started on the coffee. If you are going to, you know, the Dunkin' Pete's intelligentsia, Starbucks, name, I don't know, pick coffee place, okay? Unless you're going to a coffee shop that is a mom and pop, family owned, sustainable coffee shop, grinding, roasting. I have a place here that makes their own syrups. They make their own syrups, people. Okay. And they're making them not with sugar, but with good stuff, right? How amazing is that? And they even have sugar-free options. Um, now, that's even those add up is what I'm saying. Like, you can literally eat a meal of good food for what the calories are in some Starbucks drinks. And all of that stuff loaded up. I haven't had Starbucks in over four and a half years now. It'll be five years in August. And I'm proud of it. Now I'm, like, super bougie, though. So now it's, like, my husband wants to stop at um, Starbucks Or he likes the tea there. What is it called? The London fog. I can make it here, but he says that, you know, whatever. It's a matter of Mr. Sith doesn't like making something. It's easier for him to drive through. And you guys might totally feel like that too. Now I'm not saying I don't ever want to stop somewhere and just get something because I'm tired too, people. Okay. I understand when you just want to pick food up and that's okay, but it can't be your everyday girth go to, right? You need to prioritize whole foods that come from the earth and not a factory. And this is why I need to go into this on a separate podcast, because even the foods that they sell us that come from the earth now are garbage. I've noticed that I can't even get, like, we're growing stuff in our garden this year, like broccoli and Brussels sprouts and spinach, because we eat a lot of it. Yep, you heard me. The dogs, Peter, all of us, okay? And I can't buy broccoli at a store because if I do and I don't cook it the same day, the next day it's disgusting. I open the bag, like, you know, like the fresh bags that they pre-pack for you. I opened one at a very good store, a high-end store that prides itself on organic and non-GMO. And I opened it up and they were slimy. And I bought it the day before slimy. Then I thought, okay, maybe it's like they sprayed them with something even though it's not supposed to be sprayed. And so I tried to wash it and then I couldn't get over the smell and I'm like, nope, bye. So I threw out basically like a $5 bag of green beans because I'm paying for organic and non-GMO, don't forget. And I had to throw them in the garbage. We're also doing beans, by the way. So you, we even have to be careful about that stuff right now, right? But Whole foods. My rule of thumb, and I'll go through this more, is 12 ingredients or less, and you must be able to pronounce them all. Boom. It's not as easy as it sounds, peeps. Because, like, if you're eating Oreos... Okay, first, here's my other thing, too. Please stop with the gluten-free shit. I'm celiac, okay? I'm celiac. And I cannot stand that people think that it's eating healthy means gluten-free. It does not. So if you are gluten-sensitive, please tell people that you are not gluten-free if you are gluten-sensitive. Because if you are gluten-sensitive, my friend, congratulations, you can eat good grain. Go find it. Go find the good grain. Stop eating gluten-free Oreos. Stop eating gluten-free Chex Mix. It's gross and disgusting and it is junk just because it says gluten-free doesn't mean it's better for you and I'm telling you I sometimes wonder why this isn't common sense to so many people and then it hit me the other day it's because we don't want to believe it we know it we just choose not to it makes us a little bit better inside when we're eating a bunch of shit with gluten-free label on it because we know we're not supposed to have it. An Oreo is an Oreo is an Oreo. If it's sugar-free, fat-free, low sugar, low fat, skim gross, why is anybody eating skim milk? If you knew how it processed, you would not even put that stuff in your body. And anything refined, white flour, white sugar, white, white salt, if you are still eating these things, stop. This is why you feel like poop. This is why you can't lose that last 20 pounds. This is why you have a donut. This is why you have high cholesterol. This is why you're having trouble with your blood sugars. This is why you're getting migraines. I'm not kidding. This stuff is all related to those things. I don't care that you're seeing a dietician. I don't care that you're going to Jenny Craig. I don't care if you're going to weight. Is Jenny Craig even around anymore? I don't care if you're going to Weight Watchers. I don't care if you're ordering meals from somebody. There's a huge MLM weight loss. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. You guys know who you are. They call themselves coaches. You're not a coach. You don't know anything about anything you just got a title because you're selling products. And yeah, you lost a ton of weight on it. You know why? Because you're eating prepackaged meals that are filled with crap. If you made those same meals fresh at home for yourself, you would also lose weight. Know what the difference is? You won't have to pay $300 plus a month to sustain your lifestyle with those meals and other stuff after you stop your program to maintain your weight. If you did it yourself with real food and changed your habits, then you would maintain that weight loss because you changed your lifestyle. Anything that comes in a box that tells you it's going to help you lose weight, that is prepackaged, prepared, a drink, or a pill, does not work. Oh my God, I went on this rampage. La, 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 la because this this is my passion, the food part, right? Holistic nutritionist. I can't, it'll always be in my soul because you even have to make, and food. I'm always shocked at how people don't know how to prepare food. You should be having whole foods like beans, lentils, rice, quinoa. Some people don't even know how to make quinoa. I had a friend get sick eating quinoa once because she bought it fresh, right? Unpackaged. She bought it bulk and didn't know that she had to rinse it beforehand. Here's me. I'm sorry. But if you were even making white rice, I almost cringe every time I see somebody make white rice and they put it in a pot and put oil in it and start. And I'm like, excuse me, wash your rice, wash your beans, wash your lentils, wash it all, wash it people. And how many people cook without like, I don't know, spices and I do not understand how people will salt, pepper, or spice when they're finished cooking. You need to season as you go along. I literally wanted to do another podcast on this, but I'm like on, a tan- I'm like on a tandem right now. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm tangent, tangent rant, tangent rant. But you need to spice, okay? Salt and pepper starts at the beginning. If you're making chicken, you need to salt and pepper. You need to saute it or however you're cooking it. If you add stuff to a pan... With the chicken, like a sauce, you need to salt and pepper that as well, or whatever herbs, your spices you're using. Olive oil, apple cider vinegar, not the stuff that doesn't have a mother in it. Okay, so let me explain. Apple cider vinegar, there's the stuff with syrup in it and like garbage, and then there's apple cider vinegar that nobody wants to pay for because it costs more money. The big brand is Bragg's, okay? And it has like this floaty stuff inside, and that's called a mother That's actually what makes it good for you. It's all sorts of gummy goodness, like, uh, culture in there, right? That's good for your belly. It's good for your colon. It's good for everything. But processed foods, right, help simplify life. It's a time maker, right? Helps with time. But trust me, trust me, in the long run, they're not saving you any time, Okay. And your life isn't going to be simplified. If you spend a lifetime eating processed, simpler foods, fast food, and then you're sick. Okay. Cause that leads to, you're not going to have time for anything. And then you're going to wish things were simpler. You know, man, I wish I stopped eating all those packaged things when I just could have like made the damn thing myself. It's true. Right. But just a few fresh whole ingredients, way simpler than any ingredient that you can't pronounce Period. Boom! So we'll go. I'm gonna actually do a whole podcast just on food. Um, it gets pretty scary. Um, I'm gonna try to keep it all into one because there is some scary shit in our food here in the U.S. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit longer here, and then I'm gonna take a surprise. This episode's probably gonna go a little less than an hour. So I'm gonna warn you now. So if you got something to do, you're gonna have to come back. Sorry. Love you though. Thank you for coming back. Um, so straighten out your food. Simpler food cleaner food, real food from the earth, 12 or less ingredients. And you must be able to pronounce them. It's harder than you think. I challenge you all. Um, next thing you need to do is like, kind of like refresh your personal finance, right? Money is not just something you make and spend. Okay. It's your life's energy force. It is what it is, right? Money is energy. If you don't have any, you pretty much got zero energy. If you have it, you have tons of energy because you're able to do things, enjoy life at a better pace, right? Money doesn't make you evil, right? Evil people are evil, whether they have money or not. And good people are good people, whether they have money or not, right? It just is what it is. Think about that. Anybody who feels that rich people, if there's something wrong with them, like I always tell people, um, you know, If you have a poor mentality, you're going to have a poor bank account. It is what it is. If you find yourself being like, oh, my God, rich people. They're just, like, so horrible. um, That's why you're broke. You can't hate on finances but want finances, okay? And you don't know. Like, wealthy people think differently than people who live check to check or just are barely making it. There's a different mentality. And you need to really... You know, that exchange. Money is an exchange of value for the effort and the energy we give, right? About 40 hours every week. Think about that. You need to enjoy it. But take a look at your bank accounts, your credit card statements, reevaluate how you're spending your life energy. We recently did this, uh, Mr. Sith and I, and let me tell you, it is amazing. But when you surround yourself. So my family is notoriously not okay with their finances. And I didn't know anything about finances growing up. Um, I wasn't taught about checking. I wasn't taught about investing. I wasn't taught about, you know, and in, in, it's interesting because it's, I don't blame my parents for that, but you fall into those same bad habits because you are only imitating what you've seen growing up. And it wasn't until I was literally 50 before I realized that I I need to pull my shit together here. This is not okay. And so I mean, Mr. Sith is is uh makes more than enough money. And, you know, we got all our stuff together, we straightened it all, we went into a budget and I was like, wow, like how insane that we have like a house account for the house and we've got our personal account and You know, now we can go on vacations and we know what we can spend. And for me, now I know what I can spend on like Amazon and all my little stuff and, and you know, what we can do for clothes. And, you know, I've been there. Don't feel that it's bad. There is a way to do that. There is a way to do that. You do not have to live check to check every day, every week, right? It's horrible. But if money is a consistent source of stress for you, and you feel like you're always coming from a lack of energy instead of this abundant energy, clean your spending, right? Look at your finances, you know, temporarily cancel reoccurring charges, increase your savings by 5%, order out less. You'd be surprised. You think you're just picking up a coffee every day, but you know, them coffee shops are expensive now. I used to order on average and this is on average because it was higher some months people I was uh doing about $400 a month on Starbucks. It disgusts me to know what I could do with that money now, but I've forgiven myself because I didn't know any better at the time and I'm in a different frame of mind right now. And so we I've been able to allocate that money to something that is more uh healthy first of all than to worry about that right designate a certain day of the week where you won't spend any money and with the money you save invest it in yourself right get a gym membership uh go to school take that course you've ever wanted to take uh put in your savings account uh save up for that you know that car you want to buy, or you want to get a pool, or, you know, it's possible if you just start putting the stuff that you're wasting on stuff that is not contributing to your healthy well-being, the more money you put into something, the more likely you're going to make it a priority. So when people say, oh, I'm depriving myself because I'm saving money, don't deprive, replace. That was always my motto when I was doing holistic nutrition. Don't remove food from people. Okay. Replace it. Okay. Because when you remove food, that's when a lack starts. You have a lacking mentality and then you start seeking for something in that lack. And then you turn into the seeking mentality, turns into the habit mentality. And then you're eating even more and even worse than you were prior to seeking out help. So when you are, you know, don't don't use white salt anymore. Well, what should I use? I can't have salt anymore. No, you can't have salt, but it has to be pink Himalayan salt or a high quality salt. It's easier to do pink Himalayan because you can find it in the store. Well, what about my white sugar? Coconut sugar. Want to step up? Look for something else. Use for just regular raw sugar and work your way up to it. I don't understand why people never liked coconut sugar. First off, it doesn't taste like coconut. And I get that some people might like be put off by that. Mr. Sith doesn't like coconut flavor. So we do that, but there should be no reason why you can't just, you know, little by little, when you're making all these choices, do the same with your finances. I'm telling you, right? Okay. Now here's a hard one. Okay. So we're doing finance. We're cleaning our food. We're cleaning our finances. Now we're going to stand down. We're limiting stress and clearing out negative emotions. Yeah, sure, Denise, right? We've all heard of the ju- the juice detox, but have you ever had an emotional detox? Because uh, let me tell you, we need a little extra focus on removing impurities from our mind too. This huge, right? The goal of an emotional detox is not to get like totally rid of negative emotions, right? That's like normal part of being human, right? But rather- to clear out emotions that are stagnant and no longer serving us. Okay, if you are still pissed off at the boy in sixth grade, and you're like not in sixth grade anymore, like I don't care if you're in seventh grade or you're thirty, you're forty, you're fifty, or you're on your deathbed. If you are still pissed at the sixth grade boy who pulled your braids and like did stuff to your hair, um, it's time to let that go. Just say it, okay? You need to go on a full-on complaint cleanse, right? Because a big piece of mental health is stress. And you have to prioritize cleaning that. It's huge, right? And you can limit stress by scheduling breaks and downtime into the calendar. And forgive yourself for making mistakes. And others, but mostly you. Because we carry those the biggest, right? I know that I would was beating myself up over stuff I did in my like 20s, 30s, 40s. And it's like, well, I'm not 20, 30 or 40 anymore. So what am I worried about that stuff anymore? Forgive it. Let it go. Kiss it away and truly let it go. Now, this is what I did because I have trouble letting shit go. Hey, I am part Italian. Here's the deal. You need to write it all down. I can't believe little Bobby pulled my and in my braids when I was in, you know, Sister Sullivan's class, you know, and write it all down. And then even if it's stuff you did, it could be like, I can't believe, like for me, I can't believe that I let myself fall into addiction and wind up like in the county jail for 60 days. If you are not aware of that, uh, I mentioned that in my earlier podcast as well. So, Hey, you know what? I don't, I was like on myself big time for that. Why? I deserved it. Plus I got over my addiction, right? I was aware of my addiction. You never get over addiction, but I was became super aware of my addiction and now I'm in recovery. And then I wrote it all down on a piece of paper, take it out back. Say a little prayer. There's actually things you could do online. You can Google it. You know, however you want to do it. And start a fire and burn it. It's like a burning ceremony. See you later. Bye. And when it all burns, watch all them words. Watch it. Can't just walk away. Get yourself a chair. Pull it up and watch it all burn. Watch it. Watch your words. The writing on it. Just turn all brown and start ashing away. And as the ashes and the smoke are blowing away, just Look at it and let that release with you. Let it release and let it go as it's blowing away. That worked big time for me. Um, okay, so this, these are all big. But they're all things that you could do and they don't cost you any money, right? To help clear you out. Um, reassess your relationships, okay? Including online. Let me say this again. In real life and online. So, for all of the yous who are in the back, that means social media. Unfollow toxic people that drain your energy. I'm serious about this. I don't care if it's your Aunt Marge. If you see that Aunt Marge posts something and you immediately think, oh, man. It's time to unfriend Aunt Marge, okay? You don't want to unfriend her? Unfollow her. To me, I will unfollow you. And I unfriend people who I don't know or whatever. I have so many friends. I've got over 12,000 followers on Facebook. I don't know who some of these people are. But the people who are average, like like, are the people who are not average, but the people who are <clears throat> are the people I'm seeing every day who comment on stuff that, I'm seeing on my posts, they're active in social media. Those are people that serve me, but I have no hesitation unfriending anybody that is not like, I don't know who you are. Like, I don't care if you friended me after the cereal box video, that's great. But if we haven't communicated or become social on social media, why is this even happening? I don't know you, you don't know me. My page is public. You're welcome to follow. Adios. I just unfriend. I don't need that stuff just sitting there. It is what it is. Everyone's like, got 5,000 friends. It's time to clear it out. Yeah, you think it is? Because nobody needs 5,000 friends online. Do you know them all? Do you know them all? That's not a status. That's sad shit. I'm just saying. Just sad. I hate that crap. Got 5,000 people. Not taking any more friends. Or they put the signs up. I've been there and done that in the past. It's all a status thing. I'm maxed out at 5,000. Please follow. No, what the hell am I going to follow you about? I didn't ask you to be your friend. I want to follow people who are providing me with an energy of uh, excitement and positivity and faith and things that make me want to be like, dude. I want to read her stuff today. I, I have a friend who every day, she doesn't post anything but a good morning. And I love it. I love it. I love when she posts a good morning. I love people who are, you know, just traveling or taking pictures with them and their new grandbabies. So, so I that's the stuff I want to see. I don't want to hear about how your baby daddy done something with whatever. And I, I don't know, as soon as I started hearing that kind of stuff or people, you know, I guess some people just don't care about me. I call them the cryptic posts, right? It's just a text and they put like the color background on it. So it stands out. Their call for attention Stop it. Get off social media. That's how you straighten out your life. Stop posting shit like that. Start addressing what is your problem? Why do people keep doing that to you? What are you doing to draw those people to you? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just need to cut the line. If the same thing is happening to you over and over and over and over and over, I mean, you get it, right? Sometimes you need to stop pointing the finger and turn it right back in your face and start making an evaluation. I know you might not want to hear that, but that is what it is. But there are some people that are unavoidable in the reassessing your friendship, relationship things, right? Uh, I, you know, coworkers, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, coworkers that you don't like, you just kind of like, you know, you just have to consciously decide to give them less thought and energy right? Even if they still require your time because you work with them. You don't have to love them. You don't have to like them. You don't even have to talk to them. If they come past your desk and they're like, Hey, good morning. And they've been literally walking around telling everybody that for 30 minutes while everybody else is working. And you're like, Jesus, does this person ever work? Or she just walk around all day and like say hello to people. Yeah, she probably does walk around all day and say hello or he, who knows, right? Just say good morning and do your work. It's not your biz, right? That's why there's a manager. It doesn't serve you at all to do that. It just is what it is, right? You got to pick your battles. You got to pick your battles. So I'm going to take a quick little break here for our sponsor at Reclaimed, And I'll see you back after the break. Today's episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos is sponsored by FreeClaimed. FreeClaimed is a one-man brand from Chicago, Illinois, specializing in handmade commercial and residential furniture and fixtures. The man behind the brand is Brian McQuaid, and the soul of his business is anchored in his handmade wood art pieces. Don't think that these pieces are just ordinary furniture and fixtures. These pieces were founded under the notion that art should be affordable to everyone. Each piece is custom designed and crafted with everything he's got, which means you're not getting a plain big box item made in mass, but a personalized, meaningful work of art that will bring compliments from whoever sees your reclaimed piece and joy with you seeing and using your piece daily. Not a single person, I will tell you, walks into my office without asking me about my reclaimed desk and end table, and they can't hang their coats without asking me where I got the cool railroad spike wall coat rack either. Brian's talents go far beyond dust tables and coat racks, personalized hearts, jewelry boxes, flags, special occasions. It's art, folks, so the possibilities are pretty much endless. You don't have to take my word for it. You can check out the beautiful art of Reclaim at www.breclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Again, that's www.breclaimedchicago.etsy.com. Or check out and follow him on Instagram at Claimed, breclaimed BRECLAIMED it sounds like a little thing. I just, my dog just looked at me. I'm like, Oh, go back to bed, puppy. Go back to bed. Um, so we're talking about, uh, spring cleaning. Okay. Spring cleaning our lives. And <clears throat> this is huge. And so I'm kind of going to rip through some of these. Uh, we talked about, I'm not going to rehash them. If I need to rehash them, like start listening again. <laughs> just, <laughs> this is a school of hard knocks. Um, Let's see. So I think we're on like, I don't even have numbers here. So this is uh three, four, five, five, uh, we're designate a tech free space. Okay. This is huge. After a certain time, I don't even have like my phone because if not, I'll never get anything done because I can't stop looking at freaking Facebook. I have an issue. Like I have a problem. I know I do. So I had to literally designate a time that I will not hold it. Um, Now, I do have a time that, like, I do, like, my Italian lessons. I have a time that I'm doing, like, uh, stuff that I need to do, like all of my Canva, like, when I'm doing all my graphics and stuff for the podcast and whatnot. I have a designated time to do those, and I have a designated time not to have my phone. So designate a free, uh, like, a tech-free space, right? Because, sadly, technology is a big part of clean Of cleaning of cleansing our life because it's a big part of our lives and it's unavoidable that we have our phones or laptops right because we need to make a living right and communicate with people somehow right Um, but you need to designate at least one space in your home that's tech free Um, for us it's the kitchen table right so when we're at the kitchen table or a dining table or whatnot um, there is none and same with a restaurant when we're in a restaurant mr sith will afford me the um the capture the moment picture and then i have to put it away and then those go up later period right uh could be your bedroom uh, i don't use bedroom because i do my italian while well, i'm i'm doing at night i have my own time uh, mr sith and peter stay downstairs and i go upstairs and i watch like you know I don't know, travel shows usually or a documentary, but I also do my Italian stuff, but I do it. It's like my personal time. I didn't always have that and I really needed it. So, um, but your bedroom, kitchen, table, uh, that's what we do. Um, uh, the corner where you like do your meditation, your whatever, right? Um, it's just that one place where like Netflix, Instagram, Facebook, Slack, whatever the new kids do. I don't know. Um, But having a tech free space will remind you that you have time off every day. It is like a little piece. You'll, you, I'm telling you, you will find that you look forward to this time, right? And it doesn't matter if it's for me, it's during dinner because we want to be present with each other during dinner. We found we were all doing like our own thing and that wasn't really serving us as a family. So, um, And then a little bit, we talked about it a little bit above, but um, cleansing your social media. So um, if the uh, tech-free space, uh, you know, really gotcha, take it a step further with a social media detox, right? Delete all the life-sucking apps, okay? I'm telling you from your phone for a designated period. Like, so for me, I always tell people, if you ever say you wanted to do something, but you don't have time. I don't care if it's learning how to crochet, building something, learning a craft, learning an art, learning to sew, starting a business, doing something on the side, whatever it is. If you've ever told someone in the last five years that you don't have time for it, but you have a game on your phone or you have watched more than five episodes of Netflix a day, That's low, I'm telling you people. There are people who watch 20, 25 episodes a day on Netflix, okay? Then you have time. You absolutely have time. You're just dedicating them to something that's not serving you grow, right? Utilize mute. Utilize unfollow for accounts that don't, like I said, I don't want to, like, not follow Mr. Sith, okay? I don't want to unfriend him. That's what I meant but i i don't follow him because um he's boring and he just never post anything so what's the point right um don't check your phone first thing in the morning i stink at this and i'm trying but i do need to look at the time because um i do stuff in the morning so normally i get up and i do a snap with my friend uh we have like over 250 days of consecutive snaps so like we're on a we're we're, it's for like a personal thing but it's just us telling us good morning it's my way to communicate with her um, she lives in North Carolina hi Christy and um, and I don't right so it's our way to kind of stay and, and touch with each other daily it makes us feel like we, we live next door to each other right uh, when it comes to the mute button I don't even have my ringer on so when people are just like I called you and you like never answered I'm like you did send me a text girls send me a text because I don't see it. You send me a text, you send me an email, I will call you back. But like, don't leave me a message on the voicemail. Like, I never hear those. I'm surprised my mailbox is not full. Um, When uh, notifications on, yeah, I don't have those either. When you have notifications on, okay, like Instagram, you know, all you Apple people, iMessage, um, you're not in charge of your own life and habits. Because your phone, buzzing, lighting, dropping menu, it's time to check your text, Instagram feed, somebody liked you, somebody followed you, somebody made a comment. No, you decide when it's time to check your phone. Now, I used to comment every time, because, so, you know, that's what everybody said in the MLM. You know, I come from the MLM word back in the past, the MLM world. Um you know, oh, make sure you comment on everybody's stuff. Make sure you do this. Got to do it right away. Boost that algorithm. Boost that algorithm. You know what? Fuck the algorithm. Oh, my God. I just said the F word on a Wednesday. Um, That's okay. Whatever. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Um, But F the algorithm, okay? I answer people when I can get to that post if it's during my social media allotted time. If it's not, sometimes I won't get to it for a couple days later. But- Sometimes I'm doing, you know, I'm running my Instagram account, the podcast, the podcast page, my personal page on both Facebook and Instagram. Plus, I'm doing stuff here. I'm homeschooling. I got two puppies. Plus, the pup has an Instagram page. Buster dot the Go follow him. He's adorable. Um, so yeah, by the time I update all the pages, I may not have time to go and comment on people's stuff. I will. But it just won't be that day. And you need to be really firm on that, period. But I used to get notifications all the time, like this, that, somebody, what, nope. I My phone is not even on buzz. It is just off. I don't even have a ringer when people call. I don't have a ringer for text messages. I'll check my phone when I'm ready to check my phone, and that's when I will get back to people, period. Okay, this is what I've got to do. Oh, Lord, this is what I have to do. Donate access clothes. <sighs> I don't even know if I can donate some of the clothes I have and let me explain to you why because in the past I had shopping issues because I basically replaced a alcohol addiction with a shopping addiction. And so um, it wasn't even just like good clothes. I don't mean to be rude but um, sorry not sorry again. But I was one of those people who got sucked into the LuLaRoe stuff. I didn't sell it, but I had friends who did. And I was just like, give me all the leggings. And I have so much LuLaRoe that, number one, I I wouldn't even wear it today. It doesn't fit my body type. And I'm just into a different kind of clothing. I do like a legging, don't get me wrong, but I don't want like a crazy legging with chili peppers all over it. You know what I'm saying? So like, what do I do with those? Then I thought, am I gonna keep them? Maybe I could make something with them. Cause you know, I bought a sewing machine and these dreams of grandeur that I would sew. And and I don't, there's that. So I'm working on it, but donate or sell clothes that don't fit, period. I got to clean out my whole closet and I know that I'll have tons of room And Mr. Sith will be like, thank you, Jesus. Um, When I just clean that out. Plus, we're going to, like, redo it all. Okay? Like, I need to take down, like, the weird racks and put in, like, actual shelving. Sort of like he redid my pantry. Uh, He redid my pantry and we had these, like, wire shelves. I couldn't stand them. And then I just, it's not a proper utilization of space. And so we're going to do the same thing in the... Um, the main, you know, the big bed. I'm not supposed to say master bedroom anymore. And honestly, I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to call it. Where's my real estate peeps? Main bedroom, big bedroom, mommy's bedroom. I don't know. So, in the big bedroom, um, that's what I want to do. So, we want to redo the whole closet and just make it more utilized for the space it has. They didn't do a great spot, space or <laughs> They didn't do a great job utilizing proper space in this house before we got there. Everything's just kind of like haphazard and thrown together and they didn't spend a whole lot of time like improving their home. So, you know, we'll be here forever. So, I mean, I'm in no rush. We own the home. So projects little by little by little. You know, we had to delay the kitchen project just because we got the dog and some other stuff happened. But now we have to fix the yard because now we got the yard. So eventually we're going to have to put up a gate, a fence. We were going to hire somebody to do a fence. But now with all the stuff going on, that's gone up to like, you know, $18,000 to do the fence when well, we could do it ourselves for 4000 So now we're thinking about that. I don't know. It is what it is. Anyway, Marie Kondo, your damn clothes. There's that, right? If it doesn't spark you joy, don't keep stuff. Don't do, this is what I love. These are my gold pants. No, they're not. By the time I, if I had a pair of gold pants, when am I going to wear them pants from 1984 again? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't have gold pants. Stuff comes in and out of fashion so quickly. Unless it's like a couture classic Chanel dress, you're not keeping it. Get rid of it. Your goal is going to be to get to the size you want to be and then buy yourself a new dress, girl. Oh my gosh. But even your clothing item should bring value to your life, right? That special sweater that keeps you warm. Your 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 good jewelry that makes you happy. A damn bra that fits right, doesn't crawl, give you double boobs under your arms, makes you feel sexy. If you're a chick and you wear a bra, you know that's you know about that double boob. You know, the dress that reminds you that, you know, on a trip you took with your mom, your aunt your girlfriend, whatever. If they don't, time to make room for something that will. Donate it. Get rid of it. That's what I'm going to do. That's like actually our spring project is the closet. And we're not just doing my closet. We're going to do the coat closet downstairs. As you walk in in the entry, we're going to do Peter's closet. And we're going to clean out the guest closet, the guest room closet. Um... I'm really falling behind here. Um, I don't know if I'm on seven or eight. I think I'm on eight. I don't know. Who knows? But the next one is refined decision-making. We make tons of decisions every single day, even just within the first few minutes of waking up, peeps. Okay? Whether or not to hit the snooze, I never snooze. I literally use the three-second rule. Three, two, one, get the hell up. Uh, What to wear, right? When to turn the coffee pot on so you can time it, right? But these decisions sometimes, you know, you had a bad time sleeping, you've just got a rough time going on right now. Those little decisions can be super overwhelming and sometimes we're unable to even make those decisions, right? Decision fatigue is real, peeps. Do you understand me? It's real. So to keep up with healthy habits, improve your overall well-being, limit decision-making as much as possible to reduce decision fatigue. You know, meal prep your lunches, have it done, uh, sign out for like any classes. I, some people love like their, all their uh, orange theory and all that. Sign up ahead of time, you know, get a workout calendar, uh, do the dishes after dinner. So you don't, I cannot wake up in the morning or go to bed With a dirty kitchen. I can't. I've tried. I can't. It ruins my entire morning is a poop show. If I wake up and there's a cup in the sink, I lose it. And Mr. Sith will be like, oh, it's just the water cup because I took." Well, then wash it. You took your supplements. Fantastical. But why'd you put a cup in the sink? Well, because the dishwasher was filled with clean with the clean. Then empty the dishwasher and then put the dirty one in. I'm not understanding this, but I do not like a dirty kitchen. That's my thing. I, my whole day starts off like a walk in the garden when I wake up to a clean kitchen. Love it. Um, Next, uh, you know, this is strange. I've been doing this though because it's really showing to do this. Get sweaty. You go with that wherever you want. (laughs) But the word detox has literally lost its meaning, okay, since it's become literally the most overused buzzwords in the wellness space. Remember I told you, three-day detox, reset, did it? No, no, F all that, okay? There is something that actually will help you and your body get rid of toxins. And you, you know what? It's not a juice cleanse. Just saying, that helps with a lot, but there are stuff that really helps. But sweat in its in and of itself is a crucial part to the body's detoxification process. So when you work up a sweat during uh, like a workout session, a steam shower, you're not just only sweating out electrolytes and water, but you're sweating out toxin, you know? It, it, I'm serious though, but that's right. It's like, all the stuff that we're we, yeah I don't like to sweat I don't like to say that. but like detoxing you know is is huge but sweating is an integral part integral inter integral oh Jesus you guys this limes is so hard when you know a word is there and you're it's just not giving the right communication to your lips integral integral whatever it's an important part of of detoxing. Just get sweaty. And like I said, you don't even have to do anything. Get in the shower. Get it as hot as you want, as you can tolerate, and start sweating. And I'm telling you, it works. It works. Uh, the steam shower is awesome. But if you don't, you can find like a sauna. Oh, and red light saunas. Oh, those are even better. The red light ones, I know. I need to start doing those again because I feel fabulous after them. Um Next one, spending time in silence. Okay, can I just tell you, this is my life. I wish I could just sit. When's the last time you actually sat in silence and did nothing? Like nothing, no TV, no Instagram pulled up on your phone, no nothing. You just sat there and just there was nothing but silence. That is the most crucial and effective thing we can do to declutter our mind. Like, it's almost like plugging in your phone, right? The battery's running low. Just, that's how you plug your brain in. (laughs) Like, seriously. Because it never gets a chance to shut off. What do you think's running everything? You don't just walk to walk. You don't just breathe to breathe. Your brain, in chemically, is making that all happen. It's never off. And then we add all of the nonsense from day to day to that. And then we wonder why we're not functioning right. Our brain is trying to breathe, walk, talk, uh, cleanse, uh, pump a heart, poop, function, digest, and then we feed it garbage, and we're like, I don't know why I feel horrible. Really? I have kind of an idea. When you think of it that way, it's like, oh, hello, I'm just saying, meditate, I can't meditate, but I do have the time that I just crochet. And sometimes as much as, it says no TV. I actually will put on the, um, Yule logs. I have the fireplace, <laughs> my cable. There's like, um, a YouTube connection to my smart TV. I don't know. Mr. Sith made it possible and I can just search Yule log and it'll just bring me up a fireplace with like crackling fire and I'll just crochet and literally it is the best time that I ever have. <laughs> sad, but true. Everyone's like, wouldn't you love a girls weekend? I'm like, yeah, but see, my idea of a girls weekend is not going to Vegas and getting raging drunk and like going to see like Magic Mike. My idea of a girls weekend, like a recharge girls weekend, is being like in the mountains, getting uh, uh, in the massage, sitting with all my friends, reading a book. We're not even talking to each other. Reading a book, crocheting, fireplace. And that's That to me is like everything. I'm okay with being in solitude. I know a lot of people don't like to be alone, and that is really a reflection of your inner self. It means you're unhappy with the things in your life, and that's why you don't want to be alone with it. And the more you feel that way, you really need to be alone with yourself. You need to sort that out, right? The more uncomfortable you are sitting in silence, the more you need it. Trust me on that. Um, reassess your schedule. Yeah, you can and should detox your schedule. Look through a few days, you know, get to your planner, see what's going on. I'll never understand people who are just like, Hey, um, let's talk. Oh, I'll talk to you. Uh, do you want to do Thursday? Like I'll talk to you on Thursday. Mind you, that's like two days from now. Right? So I'll say, let's talk on Thursday. And they'll be like, I don't know. I got to like I got to drive like my kid here and here and here. And then we're picking up the group and we're going there. But then I got to go to the doctor. Then I got to come home, get stuff done. They got to make dinners for five days. And, they gotta, and I'm like, the hell are you talking about? Like, you're making me stressed out just listening to you. Listen to yourself. If you don't have time to pick up a phone call and talk to somebody, um, you're in the business of being busy. And I have a, I have a podcast for that too. Um, yeah, you're in the business of being busy and it's really just bullshit talking to people especially girlfriends or your best friends whether it be a dude whatever it doesn't matter talking to people human to human is something essentially the humans like there's so much depression and anxiety going on in the world and nobody will pick up a damn phone when it rings they just want to text or they do okay sometimes you physically need human touch Sometimes you physically need to hear somebody's voice. Sometimes you actually need, it feels even better when that voice, right, is right in front of you and you're having a breakfast or a brunch or a lunch or a dinner or a coffee or a tea. We need that. Removing ourselves from human contact for the last two years has greatly contributed to the decline of people's mental health all over the world. And we really need to stop doing that. We need to understand that we need to be with people for our sanity. So reassess your schedule. Don't make it crazy and spend time for you. That's what I did. I had no time for me anymore. And I I literally scheduled it in. And the boys know that. I clean up the kitchen after dinner, I sit down, we chit-chat about whatever we need to chit-chat about, me, Peter, Mr. Sith, and then I'm like, see you later, boys, and I go upstairs, put my jams on, wash my face, that's like a whole ritual in itself, wash my face, I feel so good, everything smells good, I get my jams on, I lay in bed, I like put on my stuff, I start crocheting, that, you need that, like, I need that, okay, so, Here's my thing. Some people, this is like a negative, I'm still up for grabs on this and mostly it's because of laziness, but they say that getting plants indoors really helps your energy. Now, let me explain something. Um, You don't really need like a green thumb to know that plants bring attract and give off good energy, right? They stress, they purify the air, they increase productivity. That's just stuff that they know from workplaces and home places, right? However, um, I um, I do not like having plants in my house because number one, I don't really have a lot of uh, space to put plants, but they're just too much work for me. To me, the work put into them to keep them alive, is more stress than having them there to purify my air. You know, nothing that like a good air purifier can't do for me. I do have a garden. So I will have a garden every year. And I do love fresh cut flowers. They are my favorite. I hate that they cost so much, but I absolutely love fresh flowers. And uh, I buy them for myself when I want them. I was going to buy them for myself today on Valentine's Day, but I didn't want to be a jerk and buy them and then, you know, have a uh, Mr. Sith come home and bring me some and I'm like uh, that would be awkward so there's that. Um detox your sleep. This is the next one. Uh, they say everything starts in the bedroom, right? Get your mind out of the gutter. Okay. So, um although that might be true too, you know what I'm saying? Um what I mean is is that sleep is one of the most crucial elements to our overall well-being, okay? that's because stress is at work, uh, overexposure to light, Netflix binges, right? You know, people are relying on stimulants right now. Okay. Coffee, uh, nootropics, um, energy drinks. It, it, it's really becoming a problem, right? But to fully achieve a cleanse knife, you need a life, a knife. Maybe you need to cut it all out, cut out that garbage. Um, to fully achieve a cleansed life, life, uh, you need to regularly get like seven to nine hours of quality sleep a night. And you guys know I struggle with this. There are people who are insomniacs. I can't do seven to nine hours, like even on a good day. Um, but for me, my magic number was five. So you find your magic number. I know they say seven to nine hours, but um, if you're getting that Fabulous. If you're getting more than nine hours a day, damn you. I'm just joking. Um, but you really don't need more than nine hours. I'm just saying. Like, if you're sleeping more than nine hours, you need to check yourself. But for a whole other reason, right? If you're not waking up refreshed and staying energized like throughout the day, um, your sleep or or basically the lack of is to blame, right? Detox your sleep routine by limiting the light in the evenings and protecting your sleep environment, right? Stick into a sleep schedule. Now, when I say I'm up watching like TV and stuff in the house, I'm not doing it in my bed. Like they say that if you start watching TV and doing stuff in your bed, you can't sleep. I can sleep in my bed. I don't sleep for other reasons and I'm working on those things, but If you are sitting in your bedroom all day and watching TV like it's your living room, that is a no-no, just saying, okay? That is a big, big, big no-no. But the limiting light in the evenings, they even have the blue glasses, Um, those did not help me. But, you know, they help a lot of people. Those are things that you should do. So that went the hour like I thought it was going to today. Um, I hope you guys are subscribing over to YouTube. Please share this. Again, in order to make the podcast work, I have to have subscribers. I have to have listeners. I have to have downloads. That's just how the system works, people. And I appreciate all of you out there who have done that and referred the podcast out to people. It means everything to me. But we're over on YouTube now. We're kind of working out the kinks. Um, they are all going to be, like, evolving right now. They're pretty archaic. Um and they're pretty caveman like and prehistoric in their appearance. But we're working on that. It's just a matter of now just us trying to figure out YouTube and editing for that. And it's a little bit e- uh, different, obviously, than podcast. And there is a lot more uh, strict and uh, strict. Here I go again. There's a lot stricter requirements on YouTube um, than there are. So we need to make sure that we're also following all the rules and playing by all the um the proper channels that they want so go over to youtube it's denise sith finding calm in the chaos subscribe hit the bell for notifications and uh that'll get you all posted up and ready for the european trip coming which is going to be awesome we are literally going to take you on our trip with you there'll be short ones but if you've ever wanted to just a lot of people would ask where are you going denise you just keep saying europe well i'm gonna let you know so we are going um going to be staying in vienna austria Uh from there, we're gonna spend a day in Bratislava Sofakia, which is where Mr. Sith is from, and his family lives there. Um, so we'll be doing that for a day as well. And then we're gonna take a train from Vienna to Venice, Italy. Uh, we will be staying on the canal in Venice, so we'll be taking you there. And then uh from Venice, we're gonna be taking a train, which you will also come on. We have a nice uh executive uh seats on the train, so it's kind of cool. Um, and we're going to be on the Treni Italia. And um, we are going to take that from Venice to Rome, Italy, uh, where we're going to finish out our trip for the whole week. And we're going to take you there. We're staying outside of the Colosseum. We have a penthouse apartment. It's beautiful. We can't wait to see it. And we want you to literally share the entire experience with us. So again, follow us on YouTube, subscribe, like the button. Same here with the podcast. And again, I appreciate each and every one of you. Until next week, lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness.